Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, so Lombardi Line here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, proudly presented by BetMGM. Hope you're having a good weekend as we, we're into 2022, Michael Lombardi, a couple of days yeah. in, uh, January 2nd sitting here. The new year underway. Now, Miami, I teased it, so let's get to it. Miami's got to keep yeah. winning, right? They don't have an easy path. They got Tennessee, and then I believe they close with New England. But here they are yeah. in Tennessee, and Tennessee can still win that one seed. So they can get the home field and the bye in week one. Let's take a look at the number. Tennessee opened three and a half. Miami getting bet a little bit here, down to three. This has been one of the games, though, I think that has stayed somewhat within the confound of the number, right? I mean, I think it's been pretty consistent all week long. It's gone three yeah. and a half down to three. It's moved, you know, and, and so the, the key question for this game is going to be, does Tennessee have enough offensive weapons? We know A.J. Brown's going to play. You know, right now is, will Julio Jones play with the hamstring? Who knows? But they get Taylor Lewan back. I don't know if they're going to get their right, their left guard back. You know, Safford, he's been out, and that's been a real problem for him. And, you know, but one thing I do know is these are two teams that have to protect the football. These are two teams that are not explosive offensively, at least when you watch Tennessee. I mean, they converted every third down known to mankind the last time they played. But the reality of it here is it, they play not to lose both these teams. I think it'll be a fascinating game. At Miami is the 30th ranked team in yards per play. What Miami's been able to do is do a tremendous job of throwing the ball short and then having their skill, whether it's Waddle, Gusecki, Parker, whomever, run with it after the catch. Tennessee, on the other hand, is one of the best tackling teams yards after catch in the National Football League. So it's two strengths going at one another. I think it's going to be a really fun game to watch. I really do. I think it'll be a close game. I, I, I favor Tennessee because I think they know how to play in these games. Weather's not going to be a factor. I, I'll leave that to you to decide. You. But I don't think weather's going to be a factor in this game. I think this is going to come down to what quarterback makes the plays at the most critical times. And, and, I, and this is going to be the hardest game Miami's played since they played Baltimore on Thursday night. I wouldn't say anything bad about Tua, Michael. You know that on this show we don't do that, but he hasn't cracked no. 200 passing yards in the last two games. Miami hasn't gone over 200 passing yards. Well, I mean, look, he, he throws it short, Patrick. I mean, why are they 30th in yards per play 
in the National Football League. I mean, that tells you all you need to know. For all the Tua apologists, people think he's a top 12 quarterback. You know, like seriously, like are you watching this? These throws it short, you know, and, and can you function that way? We shall see. Does he have value? There's no doubt. He's very accurate on short throws. But I think Tennessee will put some pressure on him today. I think the more you heat him up, you know, the more you put pressure on him and he has to throw the ball in a, into tight windows, it becomes a problem. I'm really looking forward to this game. I'm looking forward to how he prepares and plays. Next week will be a tough game for the Patriots. Patriots struggle. You know, they're not a great tackling in space team against Miami. Miami was able to win that game in the opening game of the year because New England turned the ball over, not because Miami dominated the game. Okay, here's the scenario. It's essentially a playoff game for Miami. Michael, they've gone from 1-7 and seven to 8-7, and seven, so they're currently sitting 7 in the AFC. They've got a 21% chance to make the postseason. With a win, that jumps to 46%. With a loss today in Tennessee, it drops to 7% as far as implied probability to make the postseason for the Dolphins. What I'm saying is they've got to win today. They've got to keep that streak going. Yep, they got to keep that streak going. And I think when you look at it, you know, when you basically break them down, okay, how do they do that? Well, they've created turnovers. Their defense has played really well. They've been able to make critical plays. They've forced turnovers. They, they've stopped the opponent from running. But they haven't played. You know, Will Hill talked about, you know, who have the Chiefs played, you know, when he was going through their schedule. And I think there's a lot to do with that. But let's just look at it. You know, the, when we see Miami, who have they played? I mean, they played Monday night against the Saints with no quarterback, right? The Giants, no quarterback. The Panthers, no quarterback. The Jets, no quarterback. The Ravens, you know, they won that game with Lamar played, and that was one of their best wins. And the Texan game, they had five turnovers. The Texans had five, and they had four. It was kind of a back-and-forth game. But give them credit. Look, they, they can't really run the ball. They're the 32nd ranked team in the National Football League in yards per rush, right? They're 30th in yards per play. They're 24th in pa yards per attempt. Tua averages 6.08 yards per attempt. That's a hard way to win games. And, and the one thing I think you got to really take into consideration for all the conversations on both sides of the aisle about Tua is Miami knows who they are. They know who they are. They can't have negative plays. They have to have positive yards on first down. They've got to be in third and four, third and five, third and six, so they can throw a short pass and complete it. If it gets bigger than that, this offensive line becomes a real issue, and Tua not throwing the ball down the field. He's got to play perfectly today. Absolutely, and Waddle's been nuts. Let's, I'll hold off on the playoff implications in Seattle with Detroit in town because there are none. Detroit at right. Seattle, nine sitting eight and a half, nine-ish, somewhere in there, Michael. And this is after we get to the breakdown of the game. I want to ask you about Russ and Pete Carroll there. Well, I, I think, look, this is, it's, first of all, I don't know who's playing quarterback. For, I think it's Boyle. It, it, appears it, it's going going to, Boyle. it appears it is going to be Swift, Boyle. Swift is back. So, you know, Swift is back. So, you know, that, that becomes a, a little bit of a, you know, gives them at least another weapon that they can run the football. We know Seattle gives up a ton of yards. They play really well in the red zone. They're not able to, you know, to, to, to ever get control of the game with their defense. But the bigger issue to me is, and Adam Schefter reported this earlier today, that he thinks this is the last game that Russell Wilson's going to play in, that Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll are going to be together. Now, I don't know what that means. Does that mean Pete could be gone or does that mean Russell's gone? I don't know. But here's what I do know. Russell hasn't played well this year. He has not played. He averages their 14th in yards per attempt. You know, they're 29th in total yards offensively this year. You know, yards per play, they're 17th. They just not an explosive. They have not played well offensively and they made the change. And, you know, Detroit kind of is resilient. I mean, I'm surprised the line is so high, but then again, it's Boyle. 
You know, and they covered last week against Atlanta with Boyle. Yep. And they're 10 and 5 ATS this season, Detroit. You just mentioned how good and tough they've been as far as that ATS number. How about this? Russell Wilson hasn't thrown for over 300 yards in 10 straight games. And it's not just him. Bobby Wagner's future is uncertain there in Seattle. So those two cornerstones, everything's about to change in Seattle is what I'm saying. No doubt. And look, they can't protect the passer. They're 31st in sacks allowed. They can't make explosive plays, although they keep drafting receivers. They got DK Metcalf. They can't seem to get him the football. And they haven't played well at home. I mean, let's be real honest. I mean, they have not played well at home. I mean, going back to week two of the season when, when they're playing against when they're playing against Tennessee and Tennessee goes in there and, and they get the big lead on Tennessee and you think, oh, my gosh, they're playing really well. They haven't played well at home. I mean, they have not played. They 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 they, they beat San Francisco. They, they that was a game. They lose to Arizona. They've lost to New Orleans at home. They have not played well at home, and they can't force turnovers. I mean, that's the one thing Pete Carroll's mandate is with defenses: we got to create turnovers. And in the last three weeks, they've created one. I'll throw up Stephen Bond's board here: potential coaching vacancies, the Seahawks. So Carroll is what seventy seventy one, and there's the just. If you want to take a look at it with your front office glasses on there, Michael, there's the cap space. There's the situation. Um, thoughts moving forward on Carroll. Have you heard anything? I have not, Patrick. I, you know, he just signed an extension, and I think it's over $15 million a year. So I, I can't imagine they're going to move on from him. I think they're unhappy with Russell. I don't think Russell's played to the level that they feel like he's can still playing. Uh, you know, he's not, he's not a top-five quarterback this year by no means. I think if you watch the games closely, you know, and, and that Russell factor that we've all been scared about, you know, he's going to lead them back. I don't think so. They haven't done a good job of procuring talent around here. Do I think John Schneider's in trouble? I doubt that. But I don't think they've done a good job of building this roster. I think the roster, the offensive line, have they been able to get this fixed in the last four years? The answer to that is no. And if Dwayne Brown doesn't play for him next year, who's their left tackle? I mean, they've given up, they gave up a lot of assets for Jamal Adams. I mean, they are going to pick in the top 10 this year, and the Jets are going to get that. For, for basically who? I mean, for a safety that can't cover? I mean, think about that. Times they are a-changing, Michael Lombardi. Hey, there's, there could be half a dozen openings uh, or more as far as head coaches. I asked them to pull a picture of a guy I think that you might be uh, in the bag for here. Our buddy Wink. Is Wink going to get a job in the offseason? Look at Michael. There's your boy. Is he yeah, going to get a job this offseason? I hope so. I mean, he deserves one. I mean, he's a really good defensive coordinator. I think he's got a broad stroke pitcher. I think he's a little bit like, he's more like a Parcells type head coach. He sees the whole game. I think he'll manage the game correctly. I, I think his defense, as he's been able to play with different level of players, and I think the true mark of a great coach is, does he make the players better? And I think when you look at the defense in Baltimore, they have played with a lot of guys and they've gotten them all better. So I hope he has an opportunity. I think certainly he should be on Jacksonville's list. He should be on everybody's list. This, you know, this we want a young coach. We want a young offensive coach. Well, okay, that's really great. But when your team's not tough and you can't win tough games and you don't have mental toughness, don't be worried. You know, wonder why you got a young a young offensive coach. I love offensive coaches, but I think you got to have some level of toughness within your team. I think Utah proved that yesterday. I think any good offensive team. I think Andy Reid proves it. Everybody talks about Andy Reid. You know, finesse. Andy Reid's teams are tough. They're really good in the kicking game. I mean, Andy Reid, in Philadelphia, his kicking games were good. In Kansas City, he he's a true head coach who happens to be an offensive coach. And I think there has to be a distinction between the two. And I don't think most clubs make that distinction. They just see their play caller. Is Kellen Moore really ready to be a head coach because he's called good plays last year? 
That doesn't make that you does, a head it coach. It doesn't make you a head coach. I, I, we always talk, you and I talk about this. You've stressed this even in your book. It's like there's completely, they're completely different ent entities. Calling a play and then leading the whole entire roster is completely different. I think Marcus Freeman learned that yesterday. I think Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame learned that yesterday. I think that was a hard game for him. He, you know, he's calling the defenses. He's the head coach. Hey, look, he's a young guy. He's going to learn from it. That was probably the greatest thing that could happen in Notre Dame football is he had this lead. He didn't know how to manage the game in terms of how do we game plan and set up the game. It's not on what you did on Saturday. It's what you did during the week. People say, well, you know, somebody texts me and say, can't Prague, Murata help, help the, the 49ers in game management? No, game management starts on Wednesday at practice. It doesn't start on Sunday at the game. You can go to vcin.com and take a look at the live numbers right now. That's the market, all right? What we like to do on Sundays is juxtapose the market to Lombardi's lines. We're trying to find wiggle, Michael. You got wiggle. It's hard. You got wiggle yeah, in got... those hips left. No? Yeah. <laughs> Running around no, after Bella. I have no Bella. wiggle in these hips, no. <laughs> We're going to come back with Lombardi's line next here on the Lombardi line. It's VCIN, the sports betting network. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, ExpressBet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. So right now, new customers at ExpressBet get 10 bucks instantly when you sign up and up to $1000 in bonuses. Promo code Vegas1000. Vegas1000 is the promo and visa.com/horses is where you can find all the information. Okay, got you back here on the Lombardi line. As we jump into 2022, Michael Lombardi hanging out at the Borgata. Is it, what's the vibe there at the Borgata this morning? Well, I, I think it's a little slow. I think it's a little slow. I think we're still coming over the weekend. And I think, uh, you know, it'll pick up later in the day here. But it's it's always, you know, it always is a little late arriving crowd here. The Starbucks wasn't even crowded this morning when I came in. So I think it's that New Year's after New Year's, everybody. I think it's tomorrow a holiday. Is tomorrow like a day off for everybody, too? It should be. I think this is it a 48-hour hangover we're, we're working yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think saying. I think there's no doubt about that. Yeah, I think there's no doubt about okay. 
that. We're going to get to your numbers, Michael, which is tough because of COVID. We get it. But let's take a look at Stephen Bond's poll question. Who would you bet on to win Offensive Player of the Year? We'll go ahead and throw it up as far as the numbers. Taylor's your favorite, your co-betting favorite with Cooper Cup at minus 105. Devontae Adams, 50 to 1, and Debo, 50 to 1. Who would Michael Lombardi make a play on? I think I would go with I think I would go with Jonathan Taylor. I think because he really carries their team, and I think Cooper Cup's been fabulous. I think he's been tremendous, and and he's such a you know his numbers 130 some catches, 14 touchdowns, you know, and he's able to make Dame. But you know he needs somebody to get him the ball, right? Jonathan Taylor doesn't need anything other than he'll break four tackles and run 60 yards, and I think. With Wentz at quarterback and the way he's been able to cover up the sins of the Colts team, I think he certainly deserves it. I would vote there. I think it's a close vote, though. I think I, you could make a case for either side of the aisle, and I think the number's correct. I think the other two guys don't have a chance. Okay. I think it's a two-man race. Let's see if the betting, let's see if the VEASAN viewers agree with you. Stephen Bond will throw it up. You nailed it. Your perfect analysis. The, the betters agree with you here at VEASAN as well. 48.6, Jonathan Taylor, 43.7 for the co-betting favorite in Cooper Cup. Cup's numbers this year are dumb, man. I mean, he... They're, they're just unbelievable. It really... Yeah, and then no matter... And they, you, and they do such a good job of moving them so you can't really double them. It's hard to really get hands on them early in the route, you know, and so... He, and he's tough and he's physical and he can make catches for a little guy in a crowd. You know, it's kind of remarkable how he's able to, to do what he does and Sean does a really good job of getting him the ball and it'll and he's enhanced when they can run the football a little bit more too and his quickness I mean this is what you really look for it's like the Covey kid for Utah the quickness in and out of the route to separate you need that you need that instant separation because these quarterbacks are so good they can throw the ball into tight windows and when you give them that little bit of separation like Wes Welker had like Edelman had those kind of guys are really valuable and Cup is the supreme of that because he's been able to play inside and outside and still dominate okay Michael let's take a look at your number as they compare to the market and we're going to start here with the Falcons at the Bills right now that number's 14 and a half where's the Lombardi line I had it at 15.3 I'm going to be on Buffalo today I know the weather's kind of messy but I do think Atlanta's not a good team Patrick they're really not their numbers are really bad and and they've been able to win you know they've won six games seven games it's kind of remarkable that they've won that many games they're not a good team they're they're in the bottom third in almost every single statistical category and when Matt Ryan goes on the road I think he gets takes a beating and in this weather won't be conducive they've got to control Patterson he's been their offense it's going to be interesting what they do with Patterson you know he's a huge part of their offense signed a one-year contract he will be a big free agent yeah. if he gets to the market which I can't imagine he will okay next up Six and a half, the Bears are laying it. Giants in town. Where's the Lombardi line? Well, I, I think it's – I had it at 3.06. I had it at 3.06. And I think that, you know, when you look at it, I think Chicago playing at home, it's the right number. I think you got to take the Giants here. I think even though it's Mike Lennon, I think it'll be a close game. I mean, when are the Bears favored by more than six – when can they beat anybody by that much? Now, one thing about the Bears is they have moved the football. The Giants are going to struggle to block Robert Quinn. I mean, the Giants' offense is a complete disaster with or without Jason Garrett. It's bad. It's – it's you know, when you fire a coach in season people think you're going to be able to make you can't that these changes are institutionalized you can't you can't create enough it's not baseball right you, it's hard to create much changes and with the lack of quarterbacking play and offensive line play it makes it hard but I would lean the Giants here and and literally I wouldn't want to watch one play of the game and just tell me the score <laughs> after the game I misspoke earlier when I said Kansas City of course Cincinnati's hosting Kansas City today and Kansas City's laying three and a half where are you 
I, I would be, I am 0.37 Kansas City is the favorite here. You know, and it's because of the home field advantage, it, it came down. It's very close. I think my numbers on Kansas City are a little light. I think they're a little light. I think they're still stagnant from earlier in the season, you know, where they were offensively. I think there's an arrow up with Kansas City. Thomas and I, Thomas has Kansas City ranked as his power, best power rank team. I think Kansas City's playing really well right now. I really do. I'm not sold on since I love Cincinnati. 15 to 10 to Denver on the road. Now I know it was on the road, right? I know it was on the road, but they struggled to move the ball against Denver. Against a good defense, I think they'll struggle. I think they'll turn the ball over today, and I think Kansas City will move the ball well. Okay, Michael, next up, Dolphins at the Titans. We got a number. Market says three. What says Lombardi? Lombardi had a 3.62 Tennessee. So when it was three and a half, I was right there. Now it's down. You have to take Miami. Uh, you know, I like Tennessee here today. I really do. I think Tennessee understands how to play. This is two really good coaches that try to avoid losing. It's going to be interesting to see. It. Can, can Miami make explosive plays? Remember, they're 30th in the league in yards per play. That's not good. They can't really run the ball. This Tennessee defense is better than people think it is. With Wentz in, we're headed to eight and a half. Indy hosting Vegas. Michael, what say you? I had it at 7.43. I, I liked I liked the Raiders earlier in the week. I really did. I thought they were had had a really good chance in this game. I think I think the Colts are a little overvalued right here. The Raiders played great defense last year. Held had last week held Denver at 18 yards without Perryman. He's back this week. I think it'll be a close game. I think it's going to be a fourth quarter game. I lean I lean towards Las Vegas here. New England 17 hosting the Jags. Where are you? I'm at 15.68. So that means I would have to play Jacksonville, and I would probably play Jacksonville and then just tell me what the score was. I don't want to watch. <laughs> There's a lot of those here on the book today. Yeah. Maybe this one. Those, Tampa. Are those, those I don't want to watch. Now, the Tampa, this is an interesting game, right? I had this one at 13.93, right? And it's the 14 line is right 14. now. So it's right there. Now, I'm worried about Tampa here. They don't have Jason Pierre-Paul. They don't have Shaq Barrett. They're not going to have their rushers. I think – on the surface, earlier in the week, I love Tampa here because I think when you Todd Bowles going back to the Meadowlands against his former team, he'll blitz Zach Wilson tremendously. I think it'll create turnovers and, and problems for the for the for the Jet offense, and I think Brady is very good at handling the Robert Salai defense. I think they'll move the ball, but I think there is some injuries on Tampa that made me a little nervous, and I didn't put them out there on my Substack picks today this morning because I was a little concerned about the injuries. But I like Tampa. Evans and Brown. Expected to play for Tampa uh, as a bonus. But again, like you said, we don't even know what's up with Evans' uh, hammy. Let's go to the next one. Right. Philly at Washington, 6'6.5. Six, six Where are you? I, I had it at 5.31. And I love Philly early in the week. And then the line kind of got away from it. I wouldn't play Washington. When it was 3.5, I was all over it. I think, that was the, I think the number was a little light. And people were on Washington. I think there's some people like Will Hill that think the numbers get. But Washington doesn't have any players left. And they don't play good. I mean, they've given up over 1,000 yards the last two weeks. Yep, nailed it. Let's go Rams. The Rams are up to 6.5 in Baltimore. Where are, where are you? I was at 4.68. You know, I was at 4. Point, and I love the Rams earlier in the week at 3.5. This is the value of getting the better number. This is why we see numbers bet on, on Sunday night and Monday morning. Because teams, people that have do what I do, and I don't obviously do this for, for making money. I just do it to, to give me a sense of the market. But when they see that number and you have 4.68, the number's 3.5, you bet it, right? That's what they automatically mm -hmm. do. And, and this number has run away the other way. This weekend is a very, as Josh talked about, you know, the, the numbers are moving so much. 
that that the favorites are really becoming a value uh, elevated in terms of the number. Totally. We got two minutes. Let's run through these. Chargers are laying eight. Okay. Where's your number? Uh, my number was two five, but this is a COVID game, so I don't know what to throw play. it out. I would I would have all over Denver, but if they were healthy, I'd be all over Denver. Consensus in San Francisco, San Jose actually thirteen with the Texans. Where are you? I had an eleven seven five. That's without that's without Lance. You know, I would be on Houston here at twelve and a half twelve. Dallas six and a half. Michael Arizona. You know, uh, hold on, my computer just went out. You got okay, it at Dallas, two and a half. I had this, I have it at two and a half, so I would be all over Arizona. I think it's a little closer game. I think that I think there's an inflation of numbers going on here with the favorites. Yeah, Femi feels good. Look at Femi smiling ear to ear now. He likes that. He likes to hear that. Let's go New Orleans, six and a half. Carolina in town. Where's your number? Uh, you know, I had this number with New Orleans. I had this at a 5.62 number. I would be tenant. Now, people jumped all over Carolina at the seven. It came back down to six and a half. It may go back up to seven. I would take Carolina here. Seahawks are up to eight and a half. Where, where are you with the Lions? I had at seven, seven point six eight. Got to take Seattle if I have to play it. You know, but that's what now that's what that's what golf's numbers in the seven, six, eight number, you know, with Boyle, who knows? I, you should take. But Seattle disappointed me last week. You know, I was on them last week and they really they're up by 10 points in the fourth quarter and they and don't even cover. They lose. Doogie Hauser Cousins is out. Mannion in, uh, I mean, in Green Bay. It's 13. Where are you? I would have been on Minnesota at the seven, but at five point three seven. But, you know, no cousins. He, he's not. He's going to watch. <laughs> yes, he is. Who would have expected it? Well, everybody, as we keep saying, it's Cousins MD. He is out for today. Can you find Thomas Gable? If you can, he's, he's going to join yep. us next. TG runs the race and sports book at the Borgata. He's next here on the Lombardi Line. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, do you have $39? If you do, I got a special, a big game special for you. Go to vsun.com slash subscribe. Everything we have, we'll give to you for 39 bucks, okay? In-depth matchup analysis, trends, picks for every game. Emails sent to your uh, inbox directly with our plays. So, and all the guides. It's all $39, limited. vsun.com slash subscribe. vsun.com slash subscribe. Okay, Lombardi line, week 17. I can't believe it's week 17, Michael. Wow. Michael Lombardi there. So fast. I know. Huh? Wow. How about your boy sitting to your left, to my right, Toledo, Toledo and Kent State yesterday under Des Moines special caches. He's five and two. Thomas Gable, oh, go oh. ahead and flex. Nice job. Nice job. No, not flex. I, I was just, I got a text from Bill Berman <laughs> after the segment yesterday when we gave out that pick, and he says, I'm on it. And uh, I got nervous because he's, you know, betting money now. And I, <laughs> I didn't want to uh, be wrong on that. And something happened to me uh, last night, but no, it, it's all it good. Cashes. Yeah. It cashes. Good He's, job. I, and the, I love the accent. He's on it. On it. What is your accent? Are you it. Philly? Philly. Yeah. Yeah. Philly. yeah. I love it. Thomas. I mean, somebody, somebody was correcting me on how to say Baylor. I was saying it wrong. I said, look, bro, I'm from Jersey. I don't know if I'm ever going to get it right. Okay? Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get it right. Like, don't, you know, you can, I'm sorry if I'm not saying it right. I'll just call them the Bears. I love Baylor the Bears, Bears uh, you know, but, you know. You've I, called I, Desmond I Ritter, right. Desmond Ryder so many times. I th now believe he is Desmond Ryder. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Ryder, Ritter. Same thing. Same, same thing. thing. I'm sorry. I no, get them you're wrong. Fine. You're you know, fine. How did the uh, how the book do yesterday? Ohio State comes back. I know middle spot for a few, including myself. But what how did the book do yeah. yesterday? 
so that game, the, the Rose Bowl, I mean, what an entertaining Rose Bowl that it really was. was. It really it was, was great. great game, it but, was. Uh, yeah, uh, tremendous. And um, uh, we actually needed Ohio State to cover in that game. So that not a great result. But the biggest uh, decision we had uh, was the was the last game, was the, the, the Baylor and Ole Miss game. And we had a big decision on the total in that. Uh, what was that the total? total I think at? it closed at 58. Yeah, it jumped up like 10 really points. Got, yeah, yeah, I think at least eight points from where we opened it. And um, we also took a $100,000 bet on Ole Miss there a little bit before kickoff. So, yeah, I mean, that was a good result. Uh, so college football for the day, we ended up uh, pretty decent shape. But uh, it lost uh, some in college basketball and NBA yesterday. But overall, can't complain. Okay. It's yeah. a new year, Patrick. It's a new year. Yeah. I mean, I thought Baylor had to, had to have it under to win. And obviously, Corral's injury changed Corral, the com yes. complexity yeah. of the game and affected everything. But to me, you know, Baylor's defense, and that's kind of how they play. I mean, look how, you know, they beat Oklahoma State. That was another interesting game. Oklahoma State. How did you do on that game, Notre Dame? We did okay on that because uh, we were taking a lot of Oklahoma, or, uh, Notre Not Dame money. money. Yeah. Yeah, a huge comeback I was surprised in the second that half. One, I was surprised that oh. went over, too. I thought Oklahoma State. They, they missed their defensive coordinator tremendously. They they kind of got it corrected in the second half, but in the first half they looked that, like they couldn't stop. Anybody. Yeah, that game was a tale of two halves for yeah, sure. No uh, doubt. Notre Dame was completely in control in the first half and second half all Oklahoma State. Most tickets written at the Borgata. They're starting the parade. Michael already told me the Eagles no, are up to no six doubt. in Washington. There, Thomas. Yeah, go figure. No, yeah, go figure. no doubt. <laughs> the Bummers is uh, actually, I think, going on right, today, Well, right? they just kind of get today the parade route warmed up yeah. until, you know, they just kind of get it <laughs> yeah. warmed up there. You know? Yeah, I think they – yeah, it's normally New Year's Day, but I think yeah. they – weather – Weather – I don't understand yeah. it, but they don't want to mess the costumes. I don't get the whole Mummer thing, but that's anyways. beside the point. Go ahead. Anyways, but, yeah, so <laughs> it, it's all Eagles money here, all Eagles tickets. Uh, no surprise. Uh, Jordan Howard looks like he'll play today. Uh, linebacker Sean Bradley will be out, though, for the Eagles after uh, getting into a traffic accident the, the other day, actually, on the way to practice, yeah. uh, on the way to the facility. So he'll be out. But, uh, you know, obviously all, a lot of players are out um, on the Washington side. And uh, no surprise that the Eagles uh, continue to uh, uh, take money here. It was just four and a half yesterday. Now uh, up to six currently. What did you open at? Three and a half is That's where we opened That's this game. That's what everybody so did too, yeah. I, I think for me, you know, it's it's almost unbettable at this point for the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, a three and a half, that you know, uh, would have leaned the Eagles. But now it's uh, to, to the point where it's six. And not that I trust Washington at all yeah. either. It would be just a stay away. Yeah, I agree with that. To me, I had it as a halt John Oates play this week because I just didn't feel comfortable with either side of it. You know, it was going away from Philly, and, and I can't bet Washington based, based on the way they looked. The last, and I was stupid enough to bet them against Dallas. So I recommend them against Dallas. So almost the same move in Dallas, right? You open somewhere right around three with the Cardinals in town, up to six, six and a half. Here. Yeah. Yeah, we opened this game at three. Um, Moved uh, steadily upwards and uh, now sitting at six and a half here uh, for the Cowboys. And this is a game here where, you know, Arizona, we, we've seen what, what has transpired with them lately. Um, obviously, there are some, some pieces missing for Arizona, but it's kind of the same story of what happened last year with them where they, uh, after that bye week, they, they started to go downhill yeah. and uh, losing. Now they're kind of in the same situation this year. Whereas you have another, now the team that they're playing today trending in the opposite direction, Dallas healthy. And to me, last week, that game against Washington, I was, uh, that was over in the first quarter. But Dak Prescott 
to me, looked healthy for the first time since he was injured. And he had his legs finally back where it, not that he necessarily rushed for a lot of yards. He didn't I think he only ran for 20 some yards, but in the pocket, he, you could see the way that he yeah. was moving. Yeah, He's totally back. Agree. And, um, you know, this team is, is right now being healthy. They're, they're very dangerous. Yeah, they are. And you know, the Cardinals were really good early in the year at turning the ball over with their defense, creating yes. plays. And, and they haven't been able to, they, they got four against the bears and they won that game when Murray came back. But since then they haven't, they've created one turnover in the last three weeks, which is really part of what their recipe is for success. And, and they haven't been able to really get their offense in a rhythm. I, I never felt like now maybe James Conner comes back today. That'll help. But defensively, they really haven't been able to get off the field and people are attacking their secondary. This will be a real challenge for them to cover these Cowboy receivers. Both of these teams in the beginning part of the year when both were obviously, you know, experienced a lot of success, they were both creating a lot of turnovers. Yeah. Turnovers to a point where you knew it was going to kind of come back at some point, um, the amount of turnovers that the defenses were creating, and obviously it's come back now for Arizona. Yeah, and, and, and Dallas continues to just continue to get turnovers. They've yeah. just been amazing. And, Michael, I think what Thomas said about Dak really stood out to me as well. It seemed a little bit yeah, more mobile, and when he's mobile, he's dangerous. Next one on yep. the board there, TG. Where are you at with the Chiefs at Cincy? So Chiefs currently laying three and a half here. Um, total 51, 61% of the tickets on the Bengals, but we have more money here on the Chiefs currently. And this is another one that the, the lines move. We opened four and a half, uh, got as high as five and a half, now down to three and a half. But um, this is a, a game here. I have the Chiefs uh, right now rated the highest on my power ratings in the NFL. So I know you and I talked about that. You have the Chiefs rated a lot, little bit lower than that. But this team has really come on, and the big thing is Mahomes has now finally, I guess more or less, agreed to play with what the defenses are giving him. He's not trying to force things downfield, and the defense, as we all know, has been the story for them. And this, uh, I think they can really cause some havoc here uh, against this Bengals offensive line. That, that's the game to me is can the, can the Bengals block them? Yeah. Can the Bengals block them? One thing about Kansas City, they don't get enough credit. They play really tight man-to-man -man coverage, and they're able to, to jam the receivers. They disrupt the timing, and they pressure the quarterback. And Burrow, when he's had a play against court teams that have done that to him, I mean, we go back to Cincinnati, even Denver left 15-10. to 10, It's been hard for him. San Diego, I mean, Los Angeles goes in there and wins that game. They're four, it was closer than the score, but they had control of that game from the very beginning. Yeah. And this is going to be a huge test. We'll see if Cincinnati is playoff ready today. We really will. Remember when they were 2-3? and three? Has the league figured out Kansas City? For sure not. They're 11-4. and four. No. <laughs> Are they number one on well, your I power mean, ratings there, TG? Kansas yeah, City? they are. Yeah. They, they, they moved back up to number one, yeah. Michael, would you would yeah. you concur? I mean, my number's a little lower, but I mean, I think over the last nine games, in the weeks, they've played really well, and their defense continues to shine. And I think today with Jared Reed, with 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 with, with Chris Jones, and then Frank Clark, it's a hard, it's a tall order for Cincinnati. And you know, one thing about Mahomes is he is protecting the football better, and they're able to run the ball. And I think Andy Reid's adapted to his team this year. That's a that's a mark of a great coach. I'm going to fulfill a text request from a friend right now. They want a TG play on this Sunday. Now I understand you run the book, but if you didn't run a book, wink, wink. You're looking at the board. How about the early slate? Is there a game that stands out to you? Uh, I would have taken uh, I would have taken the Chiefs and uh, and laying the points there. And um, I, I also like uh, the Titans laying the three. Yeah. 
Okay, well, Jason, who's watching at home, he's off Cincinnati, and he's on the Chiefs. That is not good for what you texted me this morning. That's it. Um, quickly, did you go up to 17 and a half in New England with Jacksonville in town? Uh, 17 currently. 17. That's uh, that's one that I, I don't I couldn't lay 17. <laughs> I can't. I say tease it and take it up to 23. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's and, a Jaguar party. <laughs> yeah. I think this the the Tampa game too. Now it's 14 and a half. Going past 14, I just can't lay that either. Thomas, continued success in the new year, my friend. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Thanks, TJ. Thank you, guys. Have a great day today, TJ. Race and Sportsbook Director at the best casino on the coast over there in Atlantic City, the Borgata. Coming up next, we'll run the board. Josh will join Michael and I. Next here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. That MGM King of Sportsbooks welcomes you lock of the year. It's today. Place $10 money line wager on any game. If they score, you win 200 bucks regardless of the bet's outcome. So again, 200 bucks paid for free bets over at BetMGM first time customers. Must be 21 years or older, Dominic. Also, promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. Okay, Lombardi line. Josh is going to join us. Michael Lombardi there at the Borgata. I got a surprise for you, Michael. Bird game. Yeah. Femi, who's coming up. A little yeah, cross promotion. Let's bring him in. Yeah, he sure. is. I asked yeah, him for the lock of the day, and he's, uh, he's all over the bird gang the in Cardinals? Arizona. I, yeah. I, I am, Michael. How we doing, man? Tell me. We're doing great, Femi. Good to have you. You know, if you're going to sit on the sidelines, come and play the game. As Al Davis would say, I, 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 at some point, kids, you got to play in the game. At some point. We don't. We do. I, I assure the viewers he's on camera, Femi, but he'll be joining you next year coming up on the pregame show. Arizona six and a half. This I love him. Pool. 
I love the Cardinals just because it's an ultimate buy low, sell high situation here with the Dallas Cowboys in prime time on Sunday. They looked amazing. I mean, they beat the Washington football team. They had 42 points at halftime. So Dallas is riding high. How much better can they actually play versus the Cardinals? They've lost three straight. Of course, we saw them in prime time on Christmas, lose to a depleted Colts team. So nobody really wants anything to do with this Cardinals team. So here I am running up, taking Kyler Murray and some points. Michael, you know, I, I, well, I, I agree. I think I had it as a two and a half point game, and my number, I think the I think the number at two and a half is, uh, you know, if it was under a field goal, I'd be on Dallas over the field goal at six and a half. I think you got to take the Cardinals. So usually, what I like to do on Sundays is kind of go through the the, the con- contest picks of who plays. You know, the, the the guys in the lead in the contest. Because if you win this contest at Circa, you know, you're at seventy three percent. You're doing really good, and and everybody seems to be on the card today at six and a half I mean at six in the con- it's six in the contest and Femi got him at six and a half so hats off to you Fem. that is Femi who is an awesome addition to the VEASAN family and he's Appreciate coming up that. next the, the pregame pre- show 9 the, to 10 pacific time the pregame show <laughs> I won't even attempt the last name he's he's Femi uh, okay, Femi, <laughs> Femi, Femi what, what other I know you put a lot of you put a lot of picks out there every what mm-hmm. is your other favorite play here in this week going in uh, I really like Tennessee laying three. Now Now that it got down to three earlier in the week, it was three and a half. I was like, okay, that seems fair. But this Titans team, I was talking to some bookmakers this week earlier, and I was like, they have the best resume of any team in the league. Yeah, they, they beat do. the Bills, the Chiefs, the Rams. They beat the Colts twice. They beat the 49ers. But for some reason, the betting market doesn't like this team. They're not getting that kind of credit. And maybe I'm the guy that's wrong. I joked about it on Point Spread Sunday. Maybe I'm the idiot. But if you're, all I got to do is lay three against the Dolphins, who impressive win streak after starting one and seven. I like Tennessee in that defense. You brought that up, Michael, earlier in the show here. They get David Long back today. Those linebackers are really good. Watch this Titans defense. I think they're going to play pretty well here down the stretch. And it's a hard matchup for Miami because the speed of Tennessee's defense is impressive with long backs specifically. 51 is long, and he's missed about four weeks with a hamstring. They need him. And and the one thing with Miami, we know it's going to be a lot of short throws, and we know it's going to be we got to go yards after the catch, and this team tackles really well. And, you know, one thing, Tennessee, you've been able to – you could run the ball on Tennessee. I mean, we saw New England run it, but – but that's not Miami's game. Miami's game is pitch, short, catch, and run. And I think that's going to be hard for them against Tennessee. Femi and the pregame show mm-hmm. next. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Appreciate okay, it. Also, up. Niners are going to kill the Texans. Okay, Hurry take, it, take it easy, Trey. <laughs> we bring in Josh here. Josh Applebaum, of course, Market Insights. We're going to run the board. This is going to be rapid fire. We're going to start, though, by throwing up Michael's plays. Michael, will get your three plays up here yeah. on the board. And go ahead and kick them off. Well, you know, let's start with the Monday night game. This will be Ben's last game in Pittsburgh at Heinz Field. I think if there's ever a moment where they're going to play their best, I think it's going to be that game. I think there's any no doubt about that. I think taking the Steelers take the, in the three, three and, and a half. half is, okay. I like the three and a half. Get it today before it goes down. I think it'll move to three because I think most people will have the same sense that I have. I love Buffalo today in the snow. 14, I had it. I think it's gone up to 14 and a half. And then I'm with Femi on the Chiefs. I I like the Chiefs today, especially at three and a half. I I think it's given me a better number. I mean, in the contest, it's five in some places. You know, now it's come back down. I like it. I think the Chiefs know it's December. And I don't think they'll lose a game that that they need to win, especially. And I don't think it matters that they're on the road. I do think they'll pressure Joe Burrow. Those are my three picks today. Okay, well done. We'll start at the top of the board. Rotation number 101, Las Vegas at Indy. Indy's now up to eight and a half. Michael. 
I, I'm going to take the Raiders here. I, I, I just feel like the Raiders should be able to keep this game closer. And I think Carr's got to make some plays. I like the Raiders and the eight. I had them at six and a half on Chris Russo's show on Wednesday. Uh, so I'm going to go with them at eight. Okay, Josh. I'm going to take the Colts in a teaser, guys. You know, early in the week, you saw some movement to the Raiders. Wentz is in. The line is now up to eight or even eight and a half. I'll take him down to minus two, two and a half. My play here, guys, Taylor. Taylor, uh, we look at the uh, Colts. They're 9-0 and when he rushes for 100 yards or more. Raiders are giving up 4.2 yards per carry, one of the worst rush defenses. There it is. Chicago's lane, six and a half, hosting the Giants. Michael. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Giants. I I can't lay six and a half with with the with uh, the Andy Dalton and the Bears offensive line. I know they're playing at home. The Giants, you know, I I this will be a really test for Joe Judge. If his team doesn't show up today, the Giants have real issues in their locker room. Josh, another tease play, guys. I'll take the Bears down pretty much to a pick. Some shops are up to six and a half. Glennon one and six ATS's last seven. Believe it or not. Bears 59% of bets, but 78% of money. I like the Bears to win this game Tampa, with a tease. Okay, Tampa Bay's lane 14 at the Jets, Michael. I'm going to take Tampa at 14. I know they're missing some players, but I think I think they'll blitz Zach Wilson. The Jets will turn the ball over. I'll take Tampa here. Okay, Josh. If it gets to the 14 and a half, I would maybe be intrigued by the Jets. Surprisingly, guys, some over money here. Open 45 and a half up to 47 and a half. A lot of late over steam. We know where Michael is, 14 and a half. He likes Buffalo, Atlanta in town. Josh, where are you? Oh, man, I'm with Michael on this one. I just think it's a tough spot. you got a lot of elements. It's going to be uh, windy, cold. It's going to be snowy. Bad spot for a dome team. I'll lay it with the Bills here. Michael, Philly's laying six at Washington. I think I still take Philly at the six. I like, you know, earlier in the week they were at three and a half. I like Philly. I think Philly will really dominate the game. Josh? I'm with Michael there. Again, tease play down to a pick em. A lot of turmoil there with Washington. Players fighting each other. Philly looking good recently. I'll take the Eagles in a tease. Michael's going to lay the three and a half with Kansas City and Cincinnati. Josh, where are you? I'm actually going to take the points of the Bengals, guys. Early in the week, you saw the Chiefs get up to minus five. But last 24 hours, 48 hours, a ton of Bengals buyback. Five all the way down to three and a half. Uh, give, me, uh, give me Burrow here as a dog. I'll take the points. Michael teased the Jags up to 23 in New England <laughs> with the number the, 17. I'll take the, I'm going to take the Jags. I think this is ridiculous. I, I mean, I think New England's a good team. I don't think they're 17 points better than anybody. I agree with Will Hill. I'll take, the, I'll take, the, uh, I'll take Jacksonville. Okay, Josh. Oh, this is a tough one, guys. I know the line's getting away from you. The value's probably in the number here, but I'm going to lay with the Patriots. This sounds to me like a 42-7 to game. <laughs> Femi's uh, <laughs> depressed to hear that. Miami at Tennessee. We know Michael's on Tennessee. Josh, they're laying three. Where are you? I like the Dolphins here, guys. I got them with the hook earlier in the week, plus three and a half. They're down to three, and really important with the juice. Looks like it may be trending down to two and a half. A lot of these plus threes are minus 115. Give me Miami here in the points. Michael, we're all the way up to seven and a half at a couple of books, mostly seven with the Rams laying it at Baltimore. I, I'm probably going to take Baltimore. I just somehow they'll, they find a way to play these games close. I'll take Baltimore in the seven. Okay, Josh. I'm with Michael here. Remember that game against the Packers where, what were they, a seven-and-a-half-point dog? Same thing with Huntley covers that number. Rams to win, but I like Ravens covering the number. Chargers are hosting the Broncos, Michael, and they're laying eight. I'm going to take the Broncos. I don't think the Chargers are eight points better than anybody, really. I don't. I'll take the Chargers. Okay. Josh. I mean, I'll take the Broncos. I'm Broncos. sorry. You like the Broncos catching the eight. Josh? I'll take the Chargers in a tease down to minus one and a half, minus two. I like the Broncos early, but guys, a ton of COVID. Our buddy Mike Pritchard was the first to report this. A lot of COVID issues with the Broncos. Okay, San Francisco and Trey Lance are laying 13, hosting Houston, Michael. I'll take Houston in the points. Josh? I'm with Michael there. Shanahan has a dog, only 35% ATS. If you're a dog 13 or more last five years in December, 63% against the number. We know Michael likes Arizona catching the six and a half with Femi and Dallas. Josh, where are you? 
Oh, man, there's probably a ton of value. Femi was spot on with the buy list all the cards, but I can't get behind this team. I'm going to tease the Cowboys down just uh, minus half point. Okay, Michael, New Orleans is laying six and a half, hosting Carolina. Uh, this was seven at one time. I'll take Carolina. I, I mean, I don't know how you trust Ian Book to cover almost a touchdown. Fair enough, Josh. I'm with Michael there. Try to shop around. Can you get a seven? Uh, that'll be a divisional dog. Very low total, 37 as a total in that game. Tim Boyle in Detroit at Seattle. Seattle's laying eight and a half. Michael. I'm going to go with the fight. You're fighting Lions. You. I mean, Seattle's not good. Uh, and and I, I, I hate, I'm not going to watch a play of this game because I can't look at it. Just tell me the score tomorrow, Patrick. <laughs> there you go. Josh. <laughs> Patrick, you're fighting Lions. 2-12 and one straight up. 10-5 and five against the spread. Line open Super nine. Bowl. Some shops are eight, eight and a half. Uh, maybe in 2025 here, Patrick, but I'll, I'll go the number here with the Lions. <laughs> Minnesota and Mannion at Green Bay. Tonight's going to be five degrees. Green Bay's lane 13. Michael. I, I'm going to take the 13. I think divisional games, it's hard. Green Bay has not been a very good cover team. I mean, they've gotten backdoor covered in the fourth quarter in the last two games. I think it'll continue. Josh? Yeah, I'll buy low here on uh, on Mannion. Don't love it. You wish it was Cousins, but that is a big dog with a low total divisional spot, primetime dog. Uh, wait it out. Can you get a 13 and a half? Stephen Bond doubted we could get them all in. Can you believe Christina's son back there? Didn't think we could get oh, yeah, it done, Michael it. Lombardi. Michael, final <laughs> thoughts. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Some really playoff games today. I mean, there's a lot of games on the slate. Miami, Tennessee, there's really, really good games to watch. We got a playoff weekend here, Patrick. Enjoy it. And Michael, enjoy it. Have fun with Bella today. Josh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Christina, Thanks, everybody behind the glass, thank you, and Happy New Year. Femi's next, the pregame show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 